and my mission, episode 391. It takes about one to three years to build a substantial organization. This business won't quit on you, okay? So don't quit on it. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chad. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up. You know, people call me the Oprah MLM, and I, I just got a great gig of talking to awesome people. And today we got Ian Farah. Hey, Ian, are you ready to make it happen? I am super ready, man. I'm psyched that we're finally coming together on MLM Nation. It's, you guys have been after me for about two years, and I'm showing up, and I'm happy to be here with you. Hey, for those who don't know... Ian, Ian Farrar has been in the network marketing profession for over 23 years. He's currently a founding member for his company and a top earner. Ian is known as the Athletes Networker. He's been an elite tattoo cyclist. And for the past 30, 23 years, he likes to proudly state he rides as fast as he builds his teams. Anyway, Ian, I just give an MLM Nation a brief intro, but please share more of your background about your cycling. And how did you get started? And also, how did you get started in network marketing? I, I love answering this question, you know, because I was actually at an event in 1995 and, you know, I wasn't really earning a big contract at that time, but I was, you know, making enough money to travel to the events and I bumped into my first sponsor in the industry and I actually bumped into him in very weird circumstances. I went out partying the night before an event, which I really don't do. And I kind of got sick along the hallway, if you know what I mean. And there was a door that got the brunt of that. And the gentleman asked me a question, you know, if I was open to, you know, an income opportunity with, with health and wellness company. And, you know, I took a look at it, digested the information. And once I absorbed the power of this business, I never looked back. Now that was, you know, almost 24 years ago. And, you know, I'm one of those individuals that really runs hard with what I'm passionate about. Passionate, passionate to liberate others, to really see the power of what this business model has to offer. And there's no shortage of people that need to get healthy and take their life to the next level. So once you got started, how did you, uh, how was your first couple of weeks like? Um, well, most of the people know me, you know, I'm like a th- enthusiasm at 150 miles an hour. <laughs> so it's like my energy is kind of infectious. They kind of want what I have. Now, that's always been my genius. Now, I think, you know, as a developing young person, you know, every every young person is a genius. They just have to find their genius. Enthusiasm and a zest for life, you know, was mine. And, you know, my genius was, you know, athleticism. It sure wasn't school, even though I did graduate high school, even though I did graduate college. You know, I really don't want to pursue anything that I was in school for. So this was like the... This, this was it for me, and I never looked back. Hmm. So uh, what results did you get the first uh, week or two? Well, the first week or two, I had extraordinary results, hmm. okay, because I, every, I was working with a, with, a, with a product that everyone needed, and it actually worked. And um, I just didn't give in to no. I mean, I go for no, which I think you've all heard before. The more no's you get, the more yeses you get. But my first two weeks, I uh, I climbed the ranks pretty quickly in my first two weeks. In the sixth month 
I actually became rookie of the year or was named rookie of the year. So for me, listen, I'm not like the quintessential average, you know, producer performer. But listen, as an athlete, I've I've raced at a very high level and I hit my network marketing business the same way. Why do you think some distributors, well, maybe some will most struggle at the beginning? Well, you had no experience and you did really well right after. I mean, maybe have a great product too, just like you. Why is it the lack of enthusiasm, doubt? Why do they not have the success you did? Well, that's a great question. It's 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 really you know believing in yourself and believing what you have to offer. But it's it's the personal development. It's the mindset. You know, I was given Napoleon Hill, Think and Go Rich at a very young age. So that was already built into my consciousness. I just need to wrap a passion around my enthusiasm. And I knew that I was going to be a multi, you know, millionaire one day. And, you know, today, you know, that 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 prophecy is already fulfilling itself. So it's super important for a person that's just getting started to really be rock silent in their mindset, really make a commitment of one to three years in this industry if you want to become successful, because I've just stuck with, you know, stuck with it for a long period of time. There are people that Try it out for 30 days. You can't try out network marketing. You have to commit to the business model, the understanding, and you really got to be in touch with your mindset around how you want to win in this game. You had mentioned Think and Grow Rich. A lot of people read that book. Uh, what was the main takeaway for you? I mean, actually, Shale, when, when did you first encounter that book, and how did it help you in this business? Well, you know, my, 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 my biological dad, who didn't raise me, you know, when I did see him a little later in life, he gave me that book. It was probably the best gift that he ever gave me <laughs> because that really – I had a learning disability growing up. I was not in the normal curriculum as a younger person, so I always felt inferior, and I knew that to find my way out, I was going to have to really dive into, you know, my, my inner game. And that book really opened up a lot of potential for me because – you know, Henry Ford, for example, who was, you know, the tycoon in his day, he had a third grade education. So that gave me belief that if the whole education thing that we're sold into that, you know, was, was not going to work for me, that I could actually become successful in something else. So Napoleon Hill gave me tremendous belief in myself. OK, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. You know, all of the Napoleon Hill isms. And, um, you know, I've read that book five times since. I, I recommend every young person read that book. My son, who's first year freshman at Penn State, he's read the book. So he owns the mindset. He knows what's possible. So for me, you know, as a young networker, or I was first exposed to that book when I was 16. I got into network marketing, you know, nine years later. But there was a lot of things in that book that really resonated with me that enabled me to really take off and and, you know, not understand what quitting meant, you know, not understanding, you know, in terms of like not understanding, but I don't understand what giving up means. Hmm. I like that. You don't understand what giving up means. Um, was there a specific uh, turning point in your business where the business really, really took off? You had mentioned you did well in the rookie of the year, like a light bulb moment that then you really you knew that, hey, you are going to be really rocking at this. It's like there's no there's no shortage of people that, you know, I, I can talk to. So if I just talk to enough of the right people, you know, I, I have a saying, you know, I, in my business, you recruit even and up. Don't recruit down. You recruit down. It's going to cost you a lot of time. It's going to cost you a lot of money. But if you recruit even, you find people on your level, if not better than you. And you know what? I did that. I found some people on my level, if not better than me, 
And, you know, those organizations over 20 plus years ago, I'm no longer with that company, really, really took off. And um, believe it or not, I still get a residual check from that company uh, that much time since. So, you know, residual income is a pretty powerful concept. Yes, definitely. Recruiting up, right? I think a lot of people, they end up recruiting down because of fear. If someone's afraid to recruit up because maybe the lack of self-esteem or they've never accomplished much, what would advice would you give them? Well, you don't really know what's going on, you know, in someone's life. If someone rolls up next to me in their in their Rolls Royce or they're they're so-called, they look very very professional and successful, you know, you really ha that's where this business gets exciting is when you talk to people you don't know. A lot of people have certain challenges, and you could actually help solve their problems. All you have to do is be an artist and ask, you know, and asking questions because the person who asks the most questions, you learn about that person. And people, you know, you'd be pretty surprised. People really open up to what's going on in their life. So I've, I've recruited up many times and I have an organization, you know, that could fill, you know, a football stadium plus because of some of these conversations. Um, speaking of questions, what are some questions you like? Like, you're good. Do you have any go-to questions that you always ask in terms of talking to strangers, getting them to open up? Absolutely. I had one today. I have them every day. My magic question for people is, you know, are you open to taking your health to the next level? You know, because I happen to be in a health and wellness company, and it's just a generic question because there, there are two types of people. There are people that are really into their health, and there are people into making money. Now, for me personally, I lead with the products because I've been a health and wellness coach for you know for the past 24 years. I actually started my health coaching business when I was a full-time athlete because hey, I'm coming in contact with athletes. They're going to need you know you know health and wellness, and I was you know I did pretty well in in my in my consultation business when I was in my 20s and 30s. And, um, you know, for me, you know, that's the question, you know, I mean, would you, you know, of course, you know, you know, Don and Nancy fail a 45 second presentation, you know, you know, you know, would you like to own your life? Well, what do you mean? You know, I, I, I already own my life, but you know what? Most people don't own their life. You know, their job owns them. So let's switch gears a little bit. Um, talk about your athletes. Cause I, you know, I'm into sports and stuff. So what is the, for those who know, what's a cat do cyclist? How did you get into that? And, uh, what are some, yeah, talk about your cycling. Well, I um well just to go back a little little prior to the cycling, you know, I, I, I became a hockey player in nineteen eighty. My my parents took me to the nineteen eighty Olympics, the whole miracle on ice where the United States won the gold medal. And when I was up there and had that experience, I was like, I wanna do that. And um I had no choice but to walk ten miles there, ten miles back, you know, for the general skating practice to, you know, improve my skating. So back then I knew that if I wanted to be proficient at something I needed to commit. I needed to go all in, and I did whatever it took to become a great skater. Became a hockey player. Got on really good teams, and I got an opportunity to try out for a junior A club, which was part of the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. And you know, I had the option of go to a community college or go to Canada to pursue my dream to be a, an NHL professional. Well, it didn't work out too well. I lasted about a week. I came back heartbroken. I think I drank like a six pack of Labatt's Blue and my parents picked me up at the airport and I was completely wasted. I was just like, my my whole world is not gonna, I'm not gonna be a hockey player. But I got into competitive cycling after that. And um, 
there there's a uh, a category system. You know, we start off as category five, category four, category three, category two, based on your accomplishments and races. And um, at the age of 22, I got on a, a very again a super elite team out of New York City called Toga. Was given the opportunity to race for a gentleman by the name of Lenny Preheim. He's no longer alive, but he's produced many Olympic athletes. And I went on to do pretty well in the sport. To but eventually I, I got a little burned out. Took some time off, but for the past 11 years, as a Masters elite cyclist, um, I'm two-time silver medalist in the state of in the state of Connecticut. I was ranked number one in the state of Connecticut consistently for three years in a row. You know, I, I was a gold medalist in my last competition in the state championships in the Criterium. And I was also a member of two Masters national team that, to go over and race in Europe. I went over to Belgium and did the world the World's Master Championship. The, the, the next event that I did qualify for, I broke my hand about two months prior to the event, so I didn't race in Italy. But, you know, I still uh, I healed and I got back on the bike. You see, if you crash, there's crashing in cycling, okay? It's it's just like network marketing. You're going to crash. You're going to get no. Some people are going to leave your organization, but you got to keep on going. So as an athlete, I've experienced a lot of hardship, but it's actually really shaped. I don't quit. I keep on going because, you know, that's the only the only way I know. So, you know, today, uh, this year actually was a transition year. My wife and I recently married and moved down to beautiful Lake Mary, Florida. But, you know, I'm riding. Um, I'm actually, you know, riding about 200 miles a week, and I plan on doing state championships in Florida October 21st. I'd like to win that because uh, it's not as hilly as, as you know, the Northeast is. And, um, you know, that's a goal of mine this year. And, um, of course, I wear my company's clothing in terms of the, my sponsors, so I get to represent, you know, what I do, which is really awesome. So it's a great way to get attention. Getting really great results gets attention especially if you're in the health and wellness field. Hmm. So that's a long-winded explanation of my athletic career so far, yeah. over 30 years. <laughs> but it's, it's awesome because you write the lessons you learn from athletic career, you basically transfer them to network marketing, right? Whether it's that rejection from, uh, like the big rejection from the hockey to the, you right. know, falling down and cycling. But when you're falling down, you get all beat up and bruised and cut up. How do you keep yourself going, having that mental toughness, then you realize like getting a no from a prospect is not that bad compared to like a bad spill. No, it's not. It's not. It's like if people, I mean, I mean, there's women that are in their seventies and eighties, they're going to the top of Mount Everest. Okay. They're not complaining. Okay. And we hear a lot of complaining in this business. We hear people that like, you know, Oh, I'm so excited. And then 30 days, you know, this is not for me. I mean, that happened recently. And you know, I mean, for me, yeah, I've crashed. I have like, I have, I have a story for every scar on my body. Okay, but I got back on the bike the next day. I worked out the soreness. I started training again, and I got right back in the game. Okay, mm. same thing with quitting a race. If you quit one race, you quit the next race. It's easy to quit the next race. So if you join this this network marketing company and that network marketing company, you need to work or stick to one thing for a long period of time. Most of the major success in our industry are people that have been with a company for more than 5, 10, 15 years. I've been with my company for 14 years. Yes. That's stick-to-itiveness. Yes, absolutely. So related to, I want to ask you my favorite question, which is sure. during this time, like we talk about like you getting cut from the you know the Toronto Maple Leafs minor league team, but what is your worst, worst moment in that rocket? Because I think a lot of people, they have a bad moment, they quit. But you've never quit. You, you talk about stick, stick, stickiness, right? 
What was yeah. your worst, worst moment in network marketing where most people My quit? worst moment, I was in my first company. I was in love with my first company. I was an exceptional salesperson because it was a water filter. It was health and wellness, but a water filter is hardcore, right? And I sat down in the bookstore and I was reading wave three and wave four. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm in the wrong business model. Because most of the people were making considerably more income in consumable network marketing companies. And I really, that was a low point for me because I was Mr. What I was doing, okay? Everyone knew me as the water guy, okay? And I'm like, wow. So I didn't quit that. I just shifted. But it was, it was, it was really tough for me because I thought that that was it. And it wasn't. So it, it was the fact that it wasn't, which was my heart. It wasn't like the nose that I got. It wasn't the distributors that quit. It was the fact that, like, you know, my time that I'm putting in wasn't being put in in the right model of network marketing. And then you you recovered and you bounced back, which is uh, oh, you know, I did, yeah, I did. More than I did. so. Um, we talk about cycling. You go fast. And you everything you're passionate going fast. So let's talk about team building. So what are some things that you should be doing in terms of building team? What you, that you do to build teams fast? Well, you know, when it comes to building teams fast, I'd like to keep it simple. Um, you know, keep it. You know, K I S S. Keep it. You know, keep it. How, do you, how does that acronym work? Keep, keep it, it simple, stupid. Or something. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. It's true. I'm kind of old school. I mean, I've had a lot of you know mentors. Still, my mentors. They're actually in my organization now. They're not my upline anymore. But I've learned a lot from them. And um, you know, just you know, the the daily method of operation. You know, how many calls are you gonna make? Um, you know, how many, you know, now it's how many Facebook lives, you know, just all of the, the new technology that, that, that's available to us today. I mean, I've been building teams for 24 years. I mean, I don't have one method because times are changing. And I mean, I didn't even have a cell phone when I started in network marketing. I had a beeper. I was putting a quarter in the, in the pay phone and calling people back, back in the day or, or using, or using my landline, which most people still have a landline. But when it comes to building teams, Simon, um, I mean, if, if you want to run, I mean, it's let's get as many, you know, one-on-ones, three-on-ones. If you want to do a healthy happy hour, you want to do an in-home presentation, you know, our, our company has great tools. We're pretty much paints a picture of how our company works and, you know, they can come on board. But, um, you know, I'm seriously accountable to my team. I mean, I'm, I'm top two income earner on my team and when it comes to getting, you know, returning texts, when it comes to setting up three-way calls, when it comes to setting up Facebook Live, Zooms, I mean, I use a lot of technology these days. I'm not Mr. Internet, but I do use Zoom. I think it's really important that, you know, you build a community, you know, and of course the ad, the ad tag message on Facebook is also a really great method, too, to really build teams fast. How have you seen the profession change in the last, like, 23 years? Oh, man. I mean, I, I had V8, I mean... You know, you know, brilliant compensation with Tim Sales, yeah. right? I had that on VHS tape. I it wasn't on a DVD, you know. So it's like I me. Mean, every, I mean, that company at the time, well, actually, the company that those those tapes were being sold through, um, you know, they provided a lot of really, really great content for networks. I mean, Network Marketing Lifestyles Magazine was like a Vogue magazine. It was a co- glossy cover. It was. It, I used to use that, you know, you know, to build the business. But a lot, a lot's changed. I mean, like I said, I didn't start out with a cell phone. Okay, I had a beeper, 
Okay, and then eventually I got a cell phone. I got I got a cell phone in 1999 or the year 2000. So that changed everything for my business. I could actually be somewhere and not be home and just be mobile. So you know, being mobile and then Facebook. I mean, listen, Facebook didn't exist you know seven eight years ago. You know, so as you as you and I both know, I mean, it's the information age. I mean, Robert Kiyosaki said it best. Okay, when when the Berlin Wall came down, the World Wide Web went up, and we entered the information age. But the information age was still in its infancy. Okay, I actually read Rich Dad Poor Dad when it was a manuscript. It wasn't even the book yet because one of my mentors went to his uh, a, mel- a wealth mastery course, and he was one of the speakers. And all the attendees got the manuscript of Rich Dad Poor Dad. I read that before it was actually in the purple book cover. Yeah, you know, speaking, it's funny because I have a friend. This, I'm sure it was in the mid-90s when Kiyosaki was a nobody. And uh, talk about those wealth seminars. He would open for other speakers at that time. Right. And they would give right. away the manuscript for free. Right. I mean, every. I mean, that's another thing. You know, financial literacy, I'm really big on. I mean, my son read Rich Dad, Poor Dad for teens when he was eight years old. Mm. Okay, so, I mean, you know, you're, you know, you're a dad as well. And, you know, my wife and I, you know, she has two kids. And I have my son who's in college. And, you know, these are books that kids needs to, they need to read because... I'm all about education, but they have they have to be prepared for their financial life, and most kids are not prepared for that. So, you know, um, um, you know, this industry has been amazing when it comes to the personal development. Because listen, when you're you know when you're building your own business for an entrepreneur, and this is the 21st century, and it's much easier to build network marketing than even back when Dexter Yeager started back in the 50s. I mean, think about what he had to work with. Yes, definitely. Hey, so talk about the changes. What excites you the most about network marketing now? Where do you see this profession headed to? I, I think, you know, more and more of the populations can have no choice but to get involved in our industry because as things become more automated, I mean, look, what's, what's the company? Amazon. They just bought Whole Foods. Hmm. Okay? Before you know it, that store business model of people driving there and shopping is going it's gonna, it's, it's, it's gonna to get delivered directly to their house. So... Network marketing, as you know, is a, over $178 billion a year industry. It's going to continue to grow. As you know, it's a people's franchise. More and more people are going to get hit. I mean, Eric Worre's work with Rise of the Entrepreneur really paints the picture of how you participate in the economy. So it's my job to really liberate Americans because the American dream is gone. Okay, There are more immigrants that come here and start a business than than Americans going to college and getting jobs working for other people. I'm not down on Americans getting jobs because, you know, someone has to do what they have to do. But, you know, the the real America, the last vestige of the American dream is in the free enterprise system within the network marketing business model, hands down. Absolutely. And uh, talk about changes. I mean, yeah, the immigrants come here, I think they have, you know, less baggage and they actually uh, outside step outside of comfort zones. And uh, they're hungry. You know, they're hungry. And uh, you talk about changes. Yeah, Amazon buying Whole Foods. I mean, I still remember when Whole Foods was huge and Amazon was like a, just a startup. It's like, oh, how long is that, right. book, how long is that book thing going to last? Online books right. are going to last, right? right? And now they're buying up like grocery chains. It's incredible. Right. And, and, and also Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble has a valuation of $500 million. You know what the valuation of, of, of Amazon is? It's $500 billion. <laughs> I know. If you told yeah. someone that 20 years ago, they think you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, I was told I was crazy. Listen, everything you know goes through three phases. First, you're violently opposed, you're ridiculed, and then it becomes self-evident. Okay, there are people 20 plus years ago, including a, 
a very famous, successful fashion and beauty photographer says, why are you wasting your time with that network marketing thing? And you know what? If I listened to him, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Okay, so everything travels through three phases, whether it be about health and wellness, whether it be about, you know, how people are actually getting sick because of what they're eating. It's pretty it's pretty self-evident now, Simon. Network marketing is a true profession. It's pretty self-evident that people without a formal education that didn't go to Yale, didn't go to Harvard, didn't go wherever, are making a lot more money than the MBA, PhD, or whatever you know degree you have. I mean, it's 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 the most liberating business model, and it was it was my ticket. It was my ticket out because I was, and I still am successful as an athlete. I'm still physically very talented. But I had to wrap my gift around my athleticism to attract what I desired in my life. Great stuff. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, the Oprah of MLM. You're watching Ian Farah dropping nuggets of wisdom. He just shared three phases of everything. Number one, you, people are violently opposed. Number two, people are ridiculed. And three, it's self Evident. Great stuff. If you like this, please share this. And I also tagged Ian on this post. Definitely follow follow him. Ian, you've been amazing. As we wrap up the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. These, is, these can be quick answers. Okay. So the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Well, this is, there's one from my, my coach who's actually, he passed away of AIDS, unfortunately, in 1996. And um, it's a lenniism. Okay. There are, there are no failures in life. There are only lessons. If you fail, it's a gift and learn from it so you can take your, your life to the next level. Okay. And winners never quit and quitters never win. Okay. There are a lot of people that quit and they take themselves out of the game because of their self-limiting beliefs. I'm as determined as they come. Trust me. When I sprint for that finish line, I sprint for the back of the line. I don't sprint for the front of the line or the middle, the back of that line, because I know that guy is going for the line as hard as I am. So I have to actually think past that finish line so I could get the extra one or two miles an hour in my sprint. So winners never quit and quitters never win. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Persistence always beats resistance. Mm, I like that. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? The best, you know, you want to be, if you want to become successful, your passion has to surround your mission and you have to have a strong purpose and a strong why. We've all heard if you know your why, your how follows. That's too kind of like out there. You got to be really motivated and you have to really work with your purpose. So it's important. Your purpose doesn't just come to you. It's something that really needs to be shaped over time. And it, it per, one's purpose can't be forced. A parent can't force their child's purpose. It has to develop naturally. We can only plant the seeds. What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say you have a qualified prospect. Do you uh, send them a link to an online video? Do you meet with them and use a flip chart or uh, do yeah. Zoom? What do you like to use? I'm kind of old school, but, you know, our company has an amazing phone app. And if I ask the question that I opened up later, if you open to take your health and fitness to the next level, I'm getting their contact information. I'm putting it in my phone. I'm sending them, you know, our, our videos. And the video autoresponder lets me know if they viewed it. And then we get on the phone and then I help them with the first question, which is taking their life and health to the next level. So I love the technology with the phone app, but I also love, pe you know, meeting people one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, tonight... I'm meeting about like 10 people at a restaurant at nine this evening. And, 
it's going to be, you know, full on, you know, personality, meet and greet. And um, I think network marketing, a lot of technology is happening right now, but this we're in the people business. We're in the relationship business. And that's super important that you relationship with a person first and not try to sell them. Network marketing is not sales. They join you. They don't join your opportunity. So, you know, be your best self and you'll attract who you want. Do you have a favorite app on your phone? Or I guess it would be the company app or another online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote that you could recommend? Not, not really. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm kind of in kindergarten when it comes to that. I'm happy my company has a phone app that's really easy to use. Because listen, I'm, I'm close to fifty. I'll, I'll be, I'll be fifty at the end of next year, and uh, you know, my son knows a lot more about all of this stuff than I do. Even my wife does. But um, I'm, uh, I'm pretty, pretty old school. But I do use technology. I do use Facebook Live. I think Facebook Live, live streaming parties, is, is a fantastic method. The ad tag. You know, the ad tag message is, is, is pretty awesome, too, if you really want to build a team of like-minded individuals. That's also fabulous. But I, I don't really have a favorite app. No. Uh, you had mentioned Think and Go Rich. But aside from that, uh, do you have another one or two books you could recommend to ML Nation? Yeah, there's another book. There's a book for, man and, for a man and a woman, as, as a man thinketh and as a woman thinketh. Very by by James Allen, I highly recommend it. It's it was probably written in the 30s or 40s, and um, I actually got a copy as a gift uh, from the the uh, VP of Sales and Marketing in my first company. And you know it's true. Uh, you know you become what you think about the most. And you know when you're out riding your bike for six seven hours, okay, you got a lot to think about. That's a lot of that's a lot of pedal revolutions, okay. So you know get repetitive of. You know, I can, I can, I will, I will, I must, I must, and you sure will become successful. Awesome. And Ian, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Mm-hmm. So imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. You didn't know your son. You didn't know your family. You were like an alien that went to another universe, but you had all your current skills, knowledge, and wisdom. What's mm-hmm. the first thing you do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch? Well, if you drop me into an area where, you know, credit cards were taken and, you know, the economy was, was good, um, I just walk around with a, I would walk around with a, with, a, with a big smile on my face and I would make friends. And I'm pretty sure that I would achieve the same results over time if I was consistent and persistent. Awesome. Hey, um, you've been amazing. Thank you so much, Ian. Any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Um, you know, my, my, my last piece of advice would be ultimately to, you know, just commit long term. Okay. You will win big if you commit long term in this business. Okay. You know, it takes about one to three years to build a substantial organization. This business won't quit on you. Okay. So don't quit on it. You got to continue to go out there because. It, that's that's the secret of my success. I just I just didn't stop. Okay, so you got to be in it to win it. Okay, if I don't get on my bike, I don't get fitter. Okay, if I don't go to the race, I'm not going to get that top three. I'm not going to get that podium. So you just got to keep on keeping on. Okay, there's a great song by D Train. It's a group R&B group from the '70s called Keep On Keeping On. It's awesome, and there's a lot of positive affirmations in that song. So in this business, you got to keep on keeping on. 
and persistence always beats resistance. You will find people like yourself, if not better than you. You just got to continue to relationship and talk to people. And what's the best way people can reach out to you? The best way to reach out to me is, of course, can I give, should I give my cell phone? Or? Sure, you, whatever you want. You, yeah, I mean, if messages. people want to contact me directly, you can contact me at 914-393-9800. Or you could send me a quick email. My email address is kind of long. It's ifgreenincome at optonline.net. Or Facebook. You can send me a private message on Facebook. It's Ian Farrar. Ian and Ian and Bibiana Ferrar. Bibiana is my other half. She's actually across the table from me. But um, thank you, thank you, Network Marketing, because I wouldn't have met my wife if it wasn't for this industry. And there you go. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Ian Farrar. So keep up the momentum. Go to mlnation.net and just type in Ian at the search bar. I A N and uh, Ian's contact info, his Facebook links, his, his phone number, and also all the nuggets of wisdom he shared will be right there. In order to be successful in business and life and network marketing, you must help others. So, Ian, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We are grateful you. to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. You're welcome, man. Thanks a lot. Take care. ML Nation, Simon Chan, Oprah of MLM, a little recap. A great show from Ian Farrar. Definitely connect with Ian. Go to MLNation.net and just search for Ian, I-A-N, and you'll be able to connect with him. Uh, all the nuggets of wisdom will be there. You know, really good stuff. I mean, it took me a long time to get Ian. It was definitely well, well worth it to follow up. Uh, you know, he got a quick, quick start. Why? It all goes back to belief. Believing in yourself and not quitting, being persistent, uh, you know, and you talk about the book Think and Grow Rich. I love that book and really applying it, right? It's giving the belief. And one of the things that really stuck out for me was if you believe it, you can achieve it. You know, one of the quotes that helped me when I was struggling was if you can, you know, whatever your mind can conceive and believe, you can achieve. So, you know, you got a daydream. Live that. Find that purpose. And then you go all out. You know, you know Ian shared that you can't try out MLM. You got to go all out. You got to work on that belief. If your belief is weak, ML Nation, yeah, you're doing the right thing. You're listening to the show. Go out there, get some books, you know, attend company events, attend generic events, build your belief, right? And everyone knows if people are negative towards network marketing, you know, it's just a, like Ian says, three phases. Three phases of anything. People are opposed to it. People are going to ridicule it or self-evident, right? You think about the internet when people used to buy stuff online. First thing, people opposed it. They were against it. Uh, then people made fun of you or why? Or like online dating. People would make fun of you. And that was self-evident. Stuff works, right? And network marketing is the same way. I think right, right now we're almost at an age where everyone can admit that network marketing works. Now, it may be not work for everyone, but it definitely works. Right? And, and that's one thing I used to... I love to share when people, I was building the business, people say, oh, um, network marketing doesn't work. These things don't work. I say, hey, it may not work for you, but it definitely works. And I think it's evident on social media that it de- definitely does work. Uh, one great nugget from, from Ian is that you got to, you know, sponsor up, right? Got to sponsor up. And you got to go up there and look for successful people because you never know what they're going through, right? Recruit up. Recruit up really big. Don't recruit down. Recruit you, if you recruit down, it'll cost you a lot of money. Okay? Recruit up. And be like he said, be an artist of asking questions. Asking questions. For example, are you open to are you open to you know taking your health to the next level? Or are you taking up to are you open to taking your finances to the next level? Right? Great thing to 
again, curiosity gets people open, uh, open-minded, uh, interested things. And I lo- you know, the reason I asked about uh, Ian about his uh, cycling athletes because I I'm the sports. I was an athlete, and I still work out. I love sports, and you know, from sports you learn a lot of things. Like for example, commitment. Right? Uh, don't not quitting. Uh, getting up and cycling, you get up and you work, and you can have bad crashes. You can have you know failures, losses, but you always, no such thing as failure, you're learning. You get back up. And same thing in network marketing. If things don't work out, get back up. There's tons of people to talk to, right? And you don't quit. Don't get a habit of quitting. If you quit once, it's easy to quit again. Okay, If you quit once, it's so easy to quit again and again. It becomes a habit. Um, Ian talked about building teams fast. You need to keep it simple. Have a good daily method of operations. You know, maybe daily number of Facebook lives you do per week. You know, get as many one-on-ones in, three-on-ones, home parties. Make yourself accountable to the team. You talk about ag tag message like on Facebook groups, right? Those are all great ways to build uh, building a team fast. And I love these couple quotes: "Is persistence always beats resistance." Right, persistence always beats resistance, and you can see that, right? If it go water in the cave, I mean, recently I went hiking with my sons, saw a little cave, water rushing in, and we're in the stream. Well, these rocks are all smoothed out. Rocks are resisting, but as long as you persist, ultimately the resistance will give away. So keep going, keep persisting, learn, find out what lessons are you learning, and you gotta have that passion, right? Passion, find something your passion, go all out, make that commitment. And lastly, don't forget, we are in a face. We're in the people business. Doesn't matter using Facebook or whatever. Uh, we are in the relationship business, a people business, not a sales a sales business. Just be yourself. And uh, now, one more thing is you know, two other actually two other things here. Facebook Live streaming parties they work really well, especially online. People are busier now; they don't like to go. They may not go places. You can Facebook Live and stream the event. And also the million dollar question. I love how you answered it. Is you know if you put them anywhere, just you can go, he can go anywhere with a smile and focus on making friends. He'll be able to build a very successful business. So good stuff. Definitely connect with Ian Farrar. Thanks again. If you like the show, ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, and review. And uh, on iTunes, it means a lot to us. And then. The other thing that could make me happy is just for you to apply what you learn. Never, never give up. Remember, persistence always beats resistance. This is Simon Chan, the Oprah MLM. Thank you again for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.